Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you for joining the Dr. Pat Show, this talk radio to thrive by. Uh, Shout out to my producers today. Jacob and Benny are pushing all the buttons, so it's good to have them doing that. It's good to have them both doing that. Hi, Mr. Benny. Hiya, Pat. How are you? I'm doing uh, very well. I've got the left side of the board. Jacob's got the right side of the board. There we go. I don't know. Hi, Jacob. How are you today? Doing so well. All right. Look at that. Everybody's doing so well. Then why are we talking about energy healing for trauma? I'll tell you why. Because we don't realize it, but anyone that has been through what I call a thing, like a thing in life, I just call it a thing. Anybody that's been through a thing in life, And all of my psychology colleagues, they go nuts when I do this. They're like, you went to school for psychology and you're calling stuff a thing? Yes, I'm going to call it a thing. So anyone that has been through a thing in life, and you know what a thing is. So I love the word thing, Benny. I love it. I love the word thing because it has no energy. It's like a thing. It's not like you have to say, I've gone through this and this has happened and now I'm classified as this. Or I've gone through life and you want to call me at this. You had an event in life. Whatever that event is, you had it. It's your ownership and your time to heal it. I want to say all of us are going through a thing now. We're all going through a thing. Whether it's my very special guest, Cindy Dale, joining me here today, her fabulous new book. I still read one of her first books. I don't even know if she knows this, but I'm like all over the color thing. But energy healing for trauma, stress, chronic illness with Cindy Dale today. So here, here is where we are. You know, I was listening to Viola Davis on um, her nomination for Benny. What is it? The Golden Globes. Yes, that. The, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Viola Davis just needs to breathe, and she will get a nomination. She just needs to breathe, and she will get a nomination. But so many great actors. Uh, Carrie Mulligan. Oh my God, that movie, crazy. But we see them as Hollywood. We don't see them as you're in Hollywood and you are going through everything we are going through today. So it doesn't matter if you're in Hollywood or if you're like us, you're working to run a business, you're filing for PPP, then you're filing for the PPP forgiveness. Or maybe that's not you. Maybe you have been out of work and you're not back. Or maybe that isn't you, but you know somebody that is. Here's what's happening. The body is picking up the vibe. It's picking up your individual vibe. It's picking up the collective vibe. So when I get to talk to a spiritual healer, Cindy Dale, 
and her groundbreaking book and techniques. I know she didn't wake up yesterday and write the book. But boy, the timing of release in this book, it couldn't have come at a better time. I've known Cindy. We were just chatting. I haven't had her on the air in a while. Uh, 27 best-selling books, and I'm pretty sure there's more than that. Energy, Medicine, Intuition. She's worked with tens of thousands of people, and she has students. She has traveled. And I got to meet her when I think it was her first book, but she can school me on this. The first book that came out, and honestly, she wrote a new story about how we work with energy and colors. But today, trauma, stress, and chronic illness. For you, for me, for our kids, for our grandkids, for maybe the children that you're trying to teach in school, today is the day. Cindy, it's great to have you here. I'm so happy to be here so we get to talk about these things that we have gone through and that we are all going through. Like you said, Dr. Pat, it doesn't matter if we're in Hollywood, you know, if we're at our kids' baseball games, if we're trying to, you know, figure out how to homeschool our kids or make up for the missing year of scholastics that they haven't gone. We're, we're in this together, but I'm, I'm not sure that we really all know what to do with it all either. No, we don't. And, you know, I want to just address that right out of the gate in, uh, you know, coming out of the gate in your book. And first of all, um, congratulations on this book. Right? I believe it is this, you know, accumulation of kind of almost everything you've done before, but you've put it into a clear, concise, everyday guide. And that's really what we need. Uh, we need a street smart approach for things. That's my, that's my thing. Street smart. It's got to be a street smart approach because I don't know about you, but most people that are listening, they don't really have time to try to decode what you're saying. Tell me about the importance that you feel personally, you, Cindy, you feel personally of this book and this message and, and, and a life's work. Tell me about that right now. Well, and I feel good you recognized it really is accumulation. So I've worked with clients for 30 years. I have been a long time participant in therapy as somebody who needs therapy and different kind of, you know, approaches to, oh my gosh, I went through this when I was two. Oh, I went through this when I was 50. I mean, you know, it's sort of like we just kind of collect lint as we go, don't we? And I have wanted to write this book, Energy Healing. It's basically about trauma, to be honest, for at least a decade. And I got the go ahead from Llewellyn a few years ago. And I saw it exactly as how you're portraying it. Let's talk about what is stress? What is trauma? Why do, why are there a hundred different autoimmune dysfunctions according to who, you know, why are 80% of us probably going to have some type of chronic issue, chronic pain, chronic this, chronic anxiety or depression, you know, by the time we pass over, um, you know, what's going on? And it comes down to trauma, which is stress that gets stuck in the body. But I got my galleys back. That's what we used to call them. Now they yeah. just right? Yeah. <laughs> term. Yeah. Um, you know, but um, right after we locked down for COVID in maybe April of last year, and my editor said, you know, there's 16 free pages. And I write such long books. It's amazing. There were 16 <laughs> free pages. Um, and she said, do you want to cover the pandemic? And I said, yes. 
because I was already working with it. I had had COVID. My son had had COVID. I had clients with COVID. I worked through it pretty quickly. So I worked, you know, kind of worked it energetically, but I also understand the biology. So this puts together biology and subtle energy because we're physical and we're spiritual beings simultaneously. That's what I love about it. It puts the puzzle pieces together for people. How are we both and? So I want to talk about something and and you address it in your book. I want to get right to this, but I want to use a real life example where you talk about how trauma begets challenges. I want to talk about this for a minute because I, I've just heard you now talk about you and your family having COVID. I heard The Rock in an interview saying he and his family. But here's the thing. Because we see people come out the other end of this and talk about having it, we minimize the trauma of the thing, right? And I can't emphasize this enough that you have come out the other side of it, but I can only imagine what it was like for you, right? Now, clearly, I have some friends, they've lost parents, right? You have so many tools in your toolkit. I'm sure you pulled every one of them out, didn't you? I used them all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They helped. They worked and included, you know, kind of visualizing the virus, knowing how it works from a genetic point of view. So I like to put things together that worked for me, that worked for my son, it's worked for some clients. But let's not minimize the damage because we've all lost so many people. Or there's long haulers, people who, you know, this is a neurotoxin at one level. It spreads through the body. My son, who's a baseball pitcher, just got it again uh, over maybe about a month ago or so. And he was felled for another two weeks and it not only impacted him physically for quite some time, but emotionally because he had to show up back at college to pitch baseball. And he just felt horrible, like a funk because he couldn't pitch the same way he had a month before. And that's a big deal for a would be you know, trying to become a pro player. So I don't minimize that, including minimize what's going on for kids whose parents were sick or are sick or, you know, there's so many factors. This is a holistic disease. This is a holistic dysfunction and it affects people physiologically, even if they don't get it. Uh, You're around people who do and you have to wear masks and you have to be careful so you don't get it. It affects us psychologically because we're scared and we don't really feel like anybody's necessarily in charge. Yeah. <laughs> if you want the vaccine, it doesn't mean you're going to get it. Um, no, that's all. That's a whole nother trauma, though, too, because, you know, if you're like us, we're in Washington state and clearly we have been feeling the impact of the weather slowing things to get to us, you know, but let's talk about this because you nail it right out of the gate. What you acknowledge is what most people cannot get witnessed. And what I mean about Cindy is, you know, you can go to doctors and, and tell them what's going on with you and you will not get a witness to really say, yeah, that's real for you. But when you go through the book, you have not left anything out right? Let me just, let me just kick this off for people that are, that are tuning in. You're talking about trauma and challenges. Now you didn't just say trauma. 
you said trauma and challenges. That's why I brought up the word thing. Because a lot of times we take trauma and we put it into a category. And if you don't make that baseline, whether it's psychological or physical, you don't get represented. Can you talk about your use of both those words? Because that to me is super significant in this book. And that's why I used the word challenges. And that was going to be the title of the book, The Energy of Challenges originally. It's a good one. (laughs) It's a really good one. So I define trauma as stress that doesn't go away. You go through something, it doesn't clear, you're still in it, you're repeating it. Uh, And challenges leave us the same way. We think of trauma as, oh, I was in the war, or, you know, I went through a hurricane, or I survived sexual abuse. And those are traumatic challenges, certainly. Uh, But there's other kinds of challenges. I mean, you can get an array of negative uh, emails from people, you know, or get 28 thousand emails a day and you can't keep up and that's a challenge anything that causes us hardship or gets us out of balance dr pat in such a way that we can't get back into balance is really rigorous and will create the same type of physical aftermath emotional aftermaths and even spiritual challenges for so many of us too we start to in the latter category we forget who we are. We don't know how to get back to baseline. We don't know how to connect to whatever it is we believe in. Maybe we don't feel like we deserve it. So we've got physical, psychological, and spiritual, and that those type of responses arise from what you call things that are challenges, as well as the stuff that's more standard. And you can probably maybe, if you have good insurance, get covered if you see it. Right. Right. But this is why I love talking with you about this, because now that we have opened that door, And what I mean by open that door, we are opening the door for a bigger conversation, right? Now what we're looking at, and I love in the book, if you don't mind me referencing this for a minute, you not only talk about the physical part of this or the psychological part or the mental part of this, right? You know, you're going through and you're talking, and I can't remember where in the book, Cindy, you say this, you say forces, Forces everywhere. Did I get that right? Am I misquoting you? Okay. Forces everywhere. That's how, that's how we know it's a thing, right? You wake up in the morning and you're getting ready and you got your kid and we got to get the child getting online. And you just heard today, oh my gosh, my high school kids maybe not going back. Oh, wait a minute, I'm online. And if you're us, you have a power outage. And you're looking at, oh, really? A power outage in our building? And we have the emergency vehicle people in our building and we have a power outage. And so you come in here and you got a power outage and you got a client, you got a show. You got two producers that come in and they're like, we have a power outage. And you're thinking, well, wait a minute, I've got to get to the office. You walk out of your car, you got four bags to carry up and you forget your mask. Oh my God, I got to go back and get my mask. And it's not eight o'clock yet. (laughs) That's why what I'm saying is we have to acknowledge the journey that people are on. Forces everywhere. Tell us about this because this This opens up the door that doesn't exclude people, Cindy. Most of the psychological conversation about trauma, most of that, except for Dr. Stephanie Mind's work on shock, most of it dismisses most people. Say you're stressed. 
you have a different message, don't you? I do. And the key is about forces, which are invisible, by the way. So you can see sometimes, feel oftentimes the experience of forces that are damaging or that are creating hardships for you, but you can't actually see the forces. That's why none of us know how to talk about all of this. That's why we might point to our past and say, when I was five, I went through this, but it's really hard to say, you know, by eight in the morning, I'm exhausted and I can't prove the reason. Forces are fields of energy. That's what they are. They're waves of energy and they often carry energies we can't see. I call them subtle charges and we'll talk about that. But forces are really what's penetrating us. They could create positive impact, but most of right. the time when we're impact, they create negative. So you're in a room, somebody's yelling at somebody else. I call that a psychological force. You know, they're literally delivering a shaming message to somebody else. That's a psychological force. It's a wave of energy going towards somebody you don't even have to be in the middle of that and because energy is mainly invisible 99.9 percent .9 more than that of an object is invisible it, almost everything is invisible you're in the wave the vibe if you would of that psychological force you're going to have the impact of it same as you know texas uh no water it's freezing people are getting ten thousand uh, dollar electrical bills etc that's an environmental force creating all these different hardships and i'm in you know i'm a minnesotan i can sit there and go i weathered negative 40 uh three days in a row which i did last week that means nothing because i had a furnace on <laughs> my <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a furnace, I have a gas fireplace. You know, I've got hot water. Well, I didn't for a couple of days, but you know what? You can take cold showers, you're fine. But I had water to drink too. So it, everything's really about these invisible forces. They might be physical, we get hit or we watch somebody get hit, environmental, psychological, digital. I, I mean, these days we have modern forces, electromagnetic, pollution that affects some people, how we get catfished as well. So the, the example you gave pre eight o'clock, all this is happening. That's all about forces and all of them coming at you and hitting you. You don't even have time to label them. That's Much right. To figure out what energies are carried <laughs> on them. You know, somebody else's energies get carried on forces and come into you and you may go, I just watched the news. How come I'm so scared right now? Uh, oh, exactly. I, get, I didn't even turn on the news today. I couldn't even turn on the news today because we're getting ready. We pull into the parking space. Linda flips open the back of my my uh, Nissan Rogue and an entire bag of books falls out. And if you'd have heard that New Jersey language right there about <laughs> books falling out in the Pacific Northwest on rain. And you know, why am I talking about this? Because we are all humans. You know, uh, I get to do this show and work with somebody like you, Cindy, and part of my day dissipates because of it. The listeners, it dissipates. But one of the things that you talk about, which is so critical, and I want to make sure we make that 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 leap for those of you just tuning in i am talking with cindy dale about energy healing for trauma stress and chronic illness and we're going to tie it all together today um this is how we can uncover and transform these subtle energies and i and i'm so glad you talk about subtle energies because 
in the book, you talk about the under, the energies underneath the challenge. And sometimes, Cindy, isn't it true, <clears throat> if they are subtle, we don't think they're important enough. We don't even think they exist. <laughs> That's like, they're not a thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everything, most of reality is subtle energy. Physical reality organizes based on, you know, kind of the lattice work of subtle energy. So it comes down to subtle energy. Even Einstein said, you know, matter, there really isn't matter. That's, that's just energy that's really dense. And if you figure it out, you know, you can take dense energy and dissipate it and make it kind of invisible again. But but what's swirling out there, that lands in our system. It lands in our energy system, you know, which is what manages the subtle energy, but it lands in our body and our poor body may pick up somebody else's sadness or somebody else's rage or somebody else's self-deprecating thoughts about themselves or worse about us, right? That lands in our system and it sits there. It becomes part of us. And how often do we ever step back or even know that we deserve to step back and go, is this my sadness or is this even my illness or is this my pattern? I worked with a client years ago who came down with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. And I I, you know, I asked him, you know, when did you come down with the symptoms? And he goes, oh, about three years ago. And I said, what was happening in your life? And, you know, it's a little bit of sleuthing detective work. And he said, well, the only thing that was funny is my identical twin brother was getting the very same symptoms. He yeah. goes, in fact, he got them first and then I got them. And I said, what happened to his symptoms? And he said, well, they disappeared <laughs> when they showed up in me they disappeared. Now, we're not deliberately trying to pass our illnesses on to other people. But if we really know that we're made out of fields of light and sound, which we are, and a typical scientist would have to admit that, a classical researcher, we're just fields of energy. What are we passing back and forth? And what becomes ours just because we take it on and we don't even know we're doing it? And when we go through anything that's a challenge or a thing or trauma, we become very vulnerable, Dr. Pat. And we can, we can sort of become the depository for stuff that we lower our boundaries. We just get vulnerable. And all kinds of stuff can come in us and we don't even know that we gulped it in. You know, and this is really, you know, when we think about this, as I, you know, as I went through your book, one of the things I was really struck by is how wonderfully you take us through, you know, the body and its systems, but more importantly, how you address each. And, you know, you're talking about ALS. Most people don't recover from ALS, right? Unless, you know, some kind of intervention happens that's miraculous. But when we have, you know, nervous system type issues. And let me just call them like that. Nervous system. Let's just call it that because there's like a whole bunch of them. We are not sure how to go backwards and pinpoint or what to do about it. But when the nervous system starts to be affected, that's when a whole lot of other symptoms show up. And we don't think that energy is involved and yet think about it nerves energy make the connection for us because for me i almost think that the nervous system is such a portal for just about 
everything. Good, bad, ugly, everything. But what it does with that thing and how that manifests is into a disease is not the same for everybody. How important is the nervous system? Because you call it out. You call the nervous system and the brain out. Well, they are key. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> going to determine your health, not only physically, but your emotional health as well. It's a very complicated beautiful, intricate system, as a matter of fact. So, you know, one of the recent theories, and it's been substantiated, is that a really critical component of this central nervous system, which is brain and spine, is what they call the polyvagal system. And that's centered on the vagus nerve. There's many cranial nerves that come from up here in the neck and they go down through the body. But the vagus nerve is very unique in that it's programmed when we're really young socially. So based on what we perceive often subconsciously in our environment, what's important, what's not? Are our feelings gonna be listened to or aren't they? How do we get our needs met? Uh, you know, How do we interact? What happens with the addict and the family system? Do we wanna become like them? Is that gonna be a way to support ourselves? Do we wanna just marry them <laughs> You know, when we get older? Or all of the above. Well, we uh, just all of the above, because that's what we know. That's what we know. And it gets programmed into the nervous system, particularly the vagus nerve and other of our energetic centers. So once that programming takes place, which some people would say by age four, I think is probably, you know, it keeps going, obviously, but certainly by age two, we have a fundamental aspect of us just, this is how we're going to be in the world. Our nervous system responds to triggers based on what's in that vagus nerve amongst other parts of the nerves, nervous system. So what might stress somebody else out, you know, we're just going to sit back. I mean, watching, watching something horrible, watching somebody attack somebody else, we might've grown up with that. So we just sit back and we go, well, whatever, I'm just going to keep shopping <laughs> or, or the opposite. Well, what, you know, other people would think is, you know, just tame, you know, somebody saying the word boo, we may get that startle reflex because our nervous system responds. And it's not just the vagus nerve. We've got this really interesting part of the body called the enteric nervous system. It's your gut. Your gut decides. Your 80% of your immunity lays in your gut, and that's part of your nervous system. Yeah. I want to talk to you about a couple things when we come back. First of all, for those of you just tuning in, Cindy Dale, this is our latest energy healing for trauma, stress, and chronic illness. Um, what I love about this is not only are we talking about the energies that are so obvious to all of us, right? Like, my morning before eight o'clock and then pulling into the parking lot, poor Linda, uh, that, but how about the subtle energies? Maybe, how about, maybe it's something a sibling says to you. Maybe that's subtle, or maybe you're living with a partner that over a 20 year period, every day, it's some kind of put down or it's some kind of sharp tone. What does that do on a nervous system? All of the above. When we come back, Cindy has put in this book, as usual, a lot of great tools, a lot of great charts, diagrams, so we don't have to think really hard. When we come back, we're going to talk about the subtle stressors and raise your hand if you think any of this is going on. Before we go to break, though, how do people get a copy? <laughs> 
I'm check with Linda. I said to, I just sent a message to Linda and Jessica and I said, are you listening to this show? Um, how do we find out more about you, Cindy? How do we get a copy of this book and any of the other books you have? Easy for me, cindydale.com, spelled funny, C-Y-N-D-I, dale.com. Uh, local bookstores can order it, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, it's, uh, it's, it's out there. And I think it's out in a number of languages at this point, too. When we come back, we're going to talk about the subtle stressors, but we're also going to link this right away to chronic illness, because if we don't show that bridge, which was part of my journey, and of course, Cindy wouldn't be writing a book about this if she didn't have a little experience with this as well. When we come back, we're taking your questions, 1-800-930-2819. The question is, what do you do? to, you know, negate or moderate or mediate those energies. What do we do? That's part of our conversation. When we get back, everybody, short break. We'll be right back in a minute. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Tune in to the show Heart Change Consciousness with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show Heart change consciousness on transformationtalkradio.com transition simultaneously the most difficult and vital part of the human experience without change how would we grow tune into grounding into your radiance with stacy barber every second and fourth thursday at 9 a.m pacific on transformationtalkradio.com step into your truth and allow the light into your life for more information about Stacy and her services, visit stacybarber.com. That's Stacy, S-T-A-C-I-E, barber.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on transformationtalkradio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com. What's that song, Benny? Broken Wings by Mr. Mister. Mr. Mister, thank you. Oh, I couldn't remember that. (laughs) Did they do Lady in Red? Oh, man, no. No. Now you got me checking. Oh, come okay, on, you're going to have to check. You're going to have to check because I'm channeling Princess Di right here. 
just given Meghan Markle just like a yeah, that was uh, Krista Berg was Lady in Red. I think very similar uh, era though. 80s. Princess Di is like you go, Meghan. <laughs> you go. I got you back, girl. Um, welcome back, everybody. A little sidebar there because that's just the way I roll. <laughs> hey, I want to just say we're taking your calls, and Charlene will get right to you. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. And then Jacob is watching Facebook, so if you put stuff over there, he's going to tell me. Um, energy healing for trauma, stress, and chronic illness. And I'm sure that if any of my colleagues in the field of psychology listen to this and listen to me call this a thing, I am sure I'm going to get letters. Um, but I don't really care because we're in a world now where we have to be straight shooters with people. Cindy, how do we get a copy of this book? But please, the, my God, your books are incredible. We can get everything from somewhere. I don't know where, though. They're all on my site. The links are on my site. I okay. have the Subtle Body Encyclopedia, the Subtle Body Workbook, yeah. Spiritual yeah. Empathy. I mean, it's just sort of all there, cindydale.com. Oh and this God. particular book, Energy Healing for Stress, Trauma, and Chronic Illness, is my most recent. And uh, I think it does put almost everything together. It talks about how your intuition, you know, kind of impacts you know kind of your sense of things and what happens when you go into shock and you know how do you come out of all of this as well i think that's equally important you know it's like oh my gosh now i know why i feel buried or now i know why i feel triggered when this or this happens but what do i do so it's got a lot of exercises in there to help people with that too so i interviewed you and I actually brought you back a couple of times because I was so fascinated and I'm going to digress for a minute um, because I want people to have a little bit more understanding of the body of work you do. At least I would like them to know a little bit more. But I remember way back and I can't remember exactly where it was, but I think it was your first book. Cindy, what was your first book? Do you remember? <laughs> because well, I know it's hard. It's 27 books in. It yeah. was called New Chakra Healing, that it was changed to the complete book of Chakra Healing. And then I came out with Advanced Chakra Healing and Chakra for Money and Relationships. And we just had a <laughs> chakra thing going for a long time. Yeah. And then the intuition guidebook too. I love the yeah. I love the intuition guidebook. That is like a must for everybody. But here's the thing I want to say. This is really tough for people to get through. You're not just an author, but you have put yourself out there to say, I'm Cindy Dale. And by the way, Cindy, I need to spell it for you guys. C-Y-N-D-I, Dale. Uh, that's the website, just in case you're spelling Cindy like a whole different way. Um, when you go there, it's not just about let's get a book. But you can begin the journey. You can book a session, right? You can look at some of the other things Cindy is doing and become part of learning so that you could pay this forward. We are in a pay it forward time. We're in a pay it forward time. We're actually planning to do something we've never done before because our network is going from one channel to 10 this year. Our technology is done. Our rebranding will be under the Transformation Network. And people, Cindy, look at me and they say, why? 
why don't you just go be Dr. Pat? Why are you investing more money? Why are you why? And and my answer used to be this big, long explanation. And I want to talk to you about this because it ties right into the book. Guilt and shame and the nervous system. Now, when people ask me that, I say, why not? And I used to before, well, it's because this. It's because the world needs more positive messages. And I want to ask you this question, and then we'll go to Charlene. Subtle stressors. We don't give them enough airtime because they're subtle. Subtle doesn't mean weak or less powerful, does it? No. In fact, it's the opposite. (laughs) The subtle is the stuff that builds up. The subtle is what we're constantly noticing with our intuition, even if we don't pay attention to it. The subtle is what our energy fields are bringing into us. But if somehow we haven't raised our consciousness to it or trained our brain to notice it, we just react to it. So, you know, it's kind of like you walk into a room, you can walk into a room one day and go, gosh, I feel kind of creepy. I don't know. I I don't, I don't know what's going on. I feel weird. Maybe you find out that, you know, somebody just had an argument in there two hours ago uh, versus you walk into that same room another time. And you're like, gosh, I feel really happy. Maybe there were people in that room not too long ago who, you know, kind of got along really well. We are open systems this skin means nothing (laughs) i mean it cuts easy enough uh but you extend so far beyond you know kind of what we call the physical 99 point etc percent of reality is subtle and we're constantly reacting to it responding to it we're even sending messages into the world to tell people how to treat us but we don't know what we're saying we don't know we're telling them you know if you're looking for a patsy i'm the one we don't know we're saying that we don't know that's what they're reading we don't you know we're not responsible for all that because we we kind of you know we earn this from our ancestors. We absorb when we're growing up. We take in what's around us because that's safety and that's survival, but that's subtle. And so we are responsible to start figuring it out, you know, and figure out what we want to take in and what we want to give out. Yeah. And, you know, part of this too, we're going to talk about it as we roll, but I want to bring Charlene on um, because we always learn so much from our fabulous, we have the best listeners on the planet, but, you know, but part of this too is hearing each other's perspective. Benny, why don't we bring Charlene on? Hello. Hi, Charlene. How are you? I'm fine. Hello. Hello, ladies. How are you today? How can we help you? I'm just bouncing back from a bit of fatigue. Um, I work for one of the largest, I think, if not the largest wholesale company in the world. So I see thousands of people a day, um, more so than even somebody working in a hospital through this pandemic. And I'm the last person that they see when they leave and um, I'm an energy worker, <laughs> and so for the most part, I try to cloak my energy before and ground myself before I go in. Um, but uh, to be honest, I find it very challenging through this pandemic because of the reactions, and uh, you can feel other people's energies coming at you. <laughs> 
So I was just wondering, like, and I'm excited because now that I have your website, Cindy, I can actually go and uh, order some of your books and maybe contact you personally. I'm really excited because um, I'm interested in training in the energy field, like getting a certification. Like I work with auras and I've worked with uh, Reiki healers here in my hometown in Canada. So this is really exciting for me. Wow. Like you're already well on the road. Good for you. And that's yeah. why you can tell, you know, when, you know, somebody's, you know, scared and it's coming at you or maybe they're acting angry, but they're really scared or, or they're pulling energy. I'm sure that's something you found, Charlene, too. But it's not only what's coming into us. Right. Those, sometimes we use the word vampire. I think that's a little unfair, to be honest. But yeah, because I love vampires. I'm not sure what that's about. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. I think they've got something going for them. They live long time too. But you know, but there are people who they don't know it, but their only way of surviving mm. on an unconscious level is to pull life energy or the light, you know, from other people. They they might be visible exactly. or invisible. Yeah. Kind of souls yeah. too. So you're quite heroic. I was going to say that, Charlene. I mean, I can hear your strength in your voice. I could also hear the weariness. And I'm so glad you called in. Um, Yeah, I'm looking to retire from the job that I'm at and slowly uh ease myself into the energy healing. Because um, I've actually, a lot of the the people that um, shop where I work uh, already know that I'm a healer. And... Mm -hmm. um, even the people that I work with, they need help. And so if I fork off into a different direction, I will be not only helping myself, but helping others. Sounds like you have an inbuilt client system, too. So, and all I, I would do. Add is, you know, <laughs> I was just, Cindy, that was brilliant. But, the, but, but isn't there also a way of, of Charlene working with you? Um, let me see if I use the right term to help her create energetic let's call it an energetic force field yes somehow yes yes i have a strong auric force field i know Mm -hmm. dr pat has me on her facebook i do tarot readings i do all kinds of different things i work with crystals um i've done it for decades uh i've never done it for money and um, this would be a whole new ball game for me But um, I want to learn. I want to learn from as many people as possible. I'm open-minded, and I have an open heart. Well, I have classes. There's a lot of good teachers out there, too. I'd say the most important thing, just kind of off the cuff here intuitively, you know, is just make sure you're filling yourself back in. Get outside. Get to know the subtle elements, fire, wood, metal, you know, all of those can be brought in, you know, just with your imagination, with your intuition to fill you in. So if you give out that much, which you do and have to fend off as frequently as you must, it's all about the filling in. It's all about, you know, kind of, and you can even open up like the very center of your heart chakra that's in the middle of the Mm. chest. We have an inner chakra wheel. There's an outer chakra wheel, that inner one. I like to tell people, you don't have to have a big understanding of it. That inner wheel opens to universal energy, much like the Reiki energy or 
a scientific mm -hmm. type of light called absolute light. They're a real light that has no darkness. So I like to work with the insides of my chakras and pull through what I need, bring it through my system. So I'm shining like the sun and you know, there ain't nothing going to get into the sun and <laughs> it's not supposed to get in there no. like real sun or a star. So there's some very easy thoughts like that, that I would work with if I were you too. And there's some healers too that also um, have told me to do the opposite of cloaking myself in the light, rather to extend my auric field out to the universe because the universe is infinite, and that draws in more energy. Yeah. So that I don't feel so depleted. Well, what I want to say here's what I want to recommend you do as soon as you can get on Cindy's calendar, because here's what I've learned in 17 years. And prior to doing this show, I just want to tell you, I didn't know nothing about any of this. You know, when people talked about energy, I thought they were talking about some lamp you plug in a socket. And so here's <laughs> what I've learned over time, Charlene. We are not a one size fits all. I recommend you get on Cindy's calendar so she can very specifically map something out for you. Yes, right? that sounds perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want to have a game plan that works yes. for you. Not everybody likes tuna fish. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I think everybody likes tuna fish. But what I'm trying to say is your situation changes on a day-to-day -day basis. And mm -hmm. you're going to need something that's powerfully adaptive. Okay, Cindy, exactly. how do people get a hold of you? Because we didn't tell them how to do that. Cindy, it's just on my website, cindydale.com, C-Y-N-D-I-D-A-L-E. Everything's right there in one place. Okay. Thank you, Charlene. You're such an inspiration. You really are such too. an inspiration. I'm just yeah, excited. You. Yeah, you, you, Charlene. You're such an inspiration. You have no idea how many people have just heard you that are perhaps feeling the same way and don't have a way to go or don't know what to do. And just by having the courage to call in and put yourself in front of us and this audience, you are truly what we need. And so I appreciate you. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate you too, both of you. Thank you. You bet, Charlene. Thank you. Um, look, in the book, and I want to get here, I want to go from subtle stressors for, for the time we have left, Cindy, to chronic illness, because it took me getting chronically ill to figure out there was a connection. But not only does your book do that, you, you have a, a chapter or a section in the book that's called subtle and physical to get it subtle and physical together. I have my notes right here, but I also have the book subtle and physical together. And you talk us through what the basics of chronic illnesses are. But again, this is not a one size fits all, right? It's never a one size fits all. It just isn't. And I always, I write books that are about systems and structures and here's your chart and here's your diagram. And you already said that. And then I like to tell people, you know, learn a little bit of that, set it aside and go with what feels right to you. Go with your intuition, do your own deep dive. You know, kind of, we know deep inside of our soul what's happened to us. And we may need to kind of play it out that way as well, because the subtle and the physical do come together. And so 
by the time somebody has a chronic illness, and there's so many of them, especially if you throw in, you know, depression or anxiety and some of these, you know, chronic pain, etc. You've been impacted physically and you've been impacted subtly and the two are sort of meshed. You've, you're kind of trapped. So your physical body probably has microbes. It has, uh, you know, any number of stress reactions you're not getting out of. You're producing too many of the excitatory hormones, but then you're also exhausted because you can't keep that up. You have, you know, you have too many what they call mast cells, M-A-S-T. Those are immune uh, cells that produce reactions in the body. So you get inflammation. So you're sort of like just, just jagged inside but you also are most likely holding other people's subtle energies, their issues, their feelings, their problems, memories of that, different forces and what got sort of stuck in the body, plus your own feelings that you've never gotten to process about what you've gone through. So in the end, I reduce everything for a chronic illness down to, there's a part of you that's kind of trapped. You're stuck in a shock bubble and that part of you is still going through an original challenge or thing or trauma and the body's reacting to it. You're still bringing in subtle energies that might be perpetuating it. So it's you can find that self. You don't even have to have all the data all the time, but you can uncover that self and very lovingly like bring him, bring her, bring them, you know, kind of back into your day-to-day -day self. So that's what we're aiming at underneath everything. And you know, the reason I bring it up and I wanna just jump right to this because one of the things, one of the least understood energies and one of the more common energies is, and I talk about this in my book, um, is it's called resentment. It is a word that doesn't get used that often, but it describes a lot. And most of the time we call it a subtle energy. But uh, there's a quote, and it's this, resentment is the number one offender. If resentment is the number one offender, then who knows what the bleep impact that is having on us. And we don't fully understand what resentment is, but we know when we got it. We know like when our sister or brother calls us and they start about mom's this or mom's that, and we can feel ourselves, I, I mean, right? It's true. And there's kind of two sides to it. Yeah. Self-resentment where, which sometimes we call regret, which is like, I wish I had done things different, or I wish <sighs> I hadn't married that third man, or I wish I hadn't done this and that so that we hold that against ourselves. And then we have the projected regret onto others or the resentments. Like, I wish they had been different, or I wish they hadn't said this, or I wish my mom had never, you know, kind of met that guy or this or that. And it, it, it just sticky energy inside of us, isn't it? It's sticky. And most of us don't like to work through resentments because, you know, kind of, I, I mean, I remember when I worked on it in therapy, I'll say it this way. I was, I walked around like an ogre for six months. Like I was just mean and mad and I let myself feel my resentments. Like I wish that person wasn't like this, or why did they take my spark parking spot? I was, I was just a monster, but I had just 
I just had opened up everything that was in there. I honestly, I did somewhat refrain from actually taking that out on too many people in my current life, may I say, because we have to watch out for that. <laughs> while we set up boundaries, while we figure out how to, you know, not just fall down the same hole that we always did. Um, but we got to clear that stuff out. We have to lead toward forgiveness, which is another one of those words people don't like because it's sort of like, why do I have to forgive? They were the jerk. <laughs> but, uh, you know, really forgiveness is more about letting go and getting out of the pattern. It's just about saying, I'm putting this somewhere else. I'm not doing this anymore. It's really about us being done with a pattern and our part yeah. of is what it is. And I, I don't know about you, but you in, in the book, you cover everything. And I have to tell you that um, we didn't get to talking about one of my favorite, and I hope you'll come back. It's technique number 13 in your book, the five stages to healing a traumatized self. And, you know, that is to me, if, if, if you are listening, take one thing away, what I want to leave you with, and I want to hear what Cindy wants to leave you, there is a healing that is right there for you. There is a healing. Even if you're feeling like there isn't and you've lost hope. And my morning that I described is like every morning for you. There is a way out. And Cindy, thank you for today. I'd love to know your personal message. There is a way out for people. It, it there is a way out and you're probably already halfway down that tunnel you probably are sometimes we can't see the end of the tunnel because it's right around the corner sometimes we have our eyes shut sometimes we're not used to seeing that there's a light right there so feel it in your heart that's what i would say know that you've already been working with yourself you're already doing the healing work start owning it feel it in your heart and that little bit of joy that you can get and self-satisfaction will help you complete your healing. I love it. Cindy, again, thank you. How will people get a copy of your book? And please tell folks. And what do you want to leave us with? What's your personal message? You know, if you can't hold hope for yourself, let somebody else do it. Reach out, especially during a pandemic, especially during this confusing time. Do you know what? Just reach out. You know, even if it's to drive through a Starbucks when you're really, you know, kind of in that place. So you have a little bit of a human contact, you know, reach out, borrow somebody's dog, take it for a walk. You know, as soon as you open up your heart, honestly, love and healing can come in. Thank you so much. And again, let's make sure people know to go to cindydale.com and well, it's C-Y-N-D-I. Spelled like except I don't sing. <laughs> oh, then you and I can do a show Oh, where that's we not sing. true, Cindy. Come on, everybody can. Come on, Benny, right? <laughs> I, I, like I, I even yeah. sing. <laughs> I'm the I'm the singing the to the radio and both my boys <laughs> would turn the radio off. Ah, they're just yeah. jealous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Linda will travel a thousand square feet in the in in my uh, house, a thousand square feet to walk in the room to look at me and saying, "Are you really singing?" <laughs> Cindy, thank you so thank much you. for all. joining me here. Another fabulous book, and boy, I'm telling you, 
you got to come back. I got to talk about some of the brainwave stuff. It's so important. Let's do that. I love the brainwaves, the brain states. I love the brain. I love the brain. <laughs> Cindy Dale, I'm Dr. Pat. We're going to take a short break, everybody. We're not done yet. We'll be right back. <laughs> 